it's women day, so I'm going to use my wife. She got saved. She wanted to get saved and she wanted to get sanctified without my approval. Praise the Lord. But anyway, she got saved, she got sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, I mean. They ain't gonna come witness to me. Did I cuss you out, sister? Yes, sir. But what she did, she came to church. She prayed. And when she didn't think her prayer was enough, she stood up and said, Church, I need y'all to pray with me on this. This man is, don't want to get saved. She prayed. They prayed. I still didn't come around. Because the Lord knew she was holding something before she gets saved. She was like, Lord, I get saved, but I need him to get saved too. I wouldn't do it. I didn't have no mind to get saved. It seemed like God was trying to get her to, to save herself first. When she got to the point where she realized nothing was working, she said, Lord, I may be saying it a little bit different, but she told me the story. Said, Lord, whether I get them or not, save them anyway. And when she did that, God began to get my attention. But she kept coming to service. We can't expect God to find a favor in our life doing what we want to do. Where is the favor that you look? God don't need money. We do. Because you work two jobs and three jobs and five jobs and work, don't take no sleep. God don't care about that. He don't, you can't please him by showing how much money you got in the bank. That doesn't please God. God is not in the business of collecting monetary money because the money is only good if God was down here. God is up in heaven, so he needs a treasure, praise the Lord. So he needs something that you can't give him. You're going to buy all this money and this and that and the other. And you ain't going to never get enough. But you're going to see that God needs something else. Because your money perish with you. Amen. God is in the business of your soul. God is looking for sacrifices. Who's willing to make a sacrifice? We, God wants us to make sacrifices. Not only do I need to make a sacrifice for my heart. I need to make a sacrifice that I, that I bring others around me that know about my lifestyle with me. Praise the Lord. And, and some, some people I don't have influence on, on but other people I do have influence on. I need to bring them while I got an influence on them. Because it's going to pay off after a while. Remember the Bible says you're going to reap what you sow. There's a time to sow and there's a time to reap. Reaping ain't maybe not be like 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 how I raised up Sister Fraser. Praise the Lord. I, I, she didn't understand it was a time to reap and time to sow. I understood it. The Lord blessed me that my wife understood it. She couldn't understand it. But I didn't I could have made her become my friend. I didn't need no more friends. I needed somebody that's gonna understand. I need a daughter. I needed a son. Someone that's going to follow. You're going to appreciate me later. You're going to Everything I do, I had this in, in my mind. They're going to thank me later on for this. But right now, I'm just a mean old daddy who won't let them have their way. That's all right. I don't mind. But anyway, 
I begin to bring her up, praise the Lord, and bring her with me, praise the Lord. Put the Lord in her life, praise the Lord. Make her come to church when she didn't want to come. Make her come to Bible study when she didn't want to come. What did the Lord do? And later on in my life, I begin to reap that benefit from making her come to church. Not asking, do you want to come? Make her come. We want people to be saved without our influence and your input. Praise the Lord. You got an influence on your children. Influence them. You got an influence on your life. Let the Lord influence you. I know he's talking to you if you got the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. God uses people with the Holy Ghost to get people to push them to say and to do things to bring the unsaved to get saved. But if God is pushing you and you're resisting, how in the world can we resist the Lord and expect to be blessed? Why do you think I'm standing here now? I realized I was resisting God saying, I ain't going to get saved. I ain't going to be no deacon. I ain't going to be no pastor. I ain't going to be this. I began to think to myself, I said, wait a minute. How in the world can I expect to be blessed? Resisting God. Yeah. Going against what God wants. I said, I don't care what God wants, but then really, deep down, I really did. <laughs> I'm lying. The devil make you lie to yourself. Mm -hmm. See, that's, the, that, that's the biggest deception in here, saying I'm, I'm holy when I ain't. Jesus, Jesus. Biggest deception. Even now, he's saying, telling people, I'm okay. You ain't okay. Praise God. You better cry where the crying is. You better humble yourself while the humble is still available. God is soon to come. Look, the devil has a workshop, praise the Lord. The devil is trying to steal you, kill you, and destroy you. The devil is trying to sift you like wheat. Yes. Put you in the wheat mill and just grind it up. Y'all don't may not know about this. Some of the young kids may not know about it. But they used to have a little sifter that you pour the flour in and you just sift it. See, until then, you just lumpy flour. But when you sift it, the devil want to break you down. You better walk God your soul. Praise the Lord. Submit to the elders. Praise the Lord. Submit to the plan of God. All right. Praise the Lord. You got to understand that God loves you. And he cares for you. And he don't want to see nobody lost. But if we don't change, we're going to be lost. You can't go about to establish your own path of righteousness and don't submit it to the plan of God. I am here for anybody's help if they need it. Nobody's calling me saying, I need to talk to you about anything. Nobody. So I'm assuming everybody okay, which I know that ain't the case. Praise the Lord. Praise. You need help. You need counseling or you need some type of guidance. And my guidance is according to the scripture, not according to the world. The world says you can do this. But I have to see if the, if the world lined up with the scripture. I look in the scripture and the world says, thou shalt not. I'm going to say, no, you can't do that. Well, they doing it. That's what they do. You're going to either be, be like them or be like the Lord. One. God ain't coming back for them. He's coming back for you. You got to do what the Lord wants. Praise the Lord. And anyway, Sister Fountain, she began to uh, do these things, God, and God began to get my attention. And 
There's a lot of ways she could have handled it. She could have said, well, since he don't want to be saved, I don't want him. But that wasn't the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Amen. See, we think if we say for better or for worse, but we don't realize the worst is right around the corner, especially if we ain't got God. Amen. She didn't realize it either. But then when the devil began to roar his head in me, and I didn't know it, she saw it, I didn't see it. We all of a sudden, she didn't say, oh, let me jump ship. She said, well, let me just continuously pray for him. Continue to love him. Continue to help him. Who knows what God can do if we don't put God in, put that, that, that soul before the Lord. God can change the stubborn and the stiffest heart that ever walked on the face of the earth, which was Pharaoh, I believe. If God can change him, you ain't nothing but a piece of cake. Praise the Lord. God changed Pharaoh's heart plenty of times. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Praise the Lord. Remember that God loves you. I love you. But I ain't going to sit back and let you just do, do your own thing. Praise the Lord. Look, if you're in the church, stay in the church. Don't worry about what the other ones did. If someone you know somebody on jump ship, praise the Lord. We like see we like ships on the ocean sailing. We ain't reached the port yet. Some people don't jump ship. Jumped off in the water. You don't do don't follow them. Stay on the ship. Praise the Lord. God is too soon to come now. It is, it, it, is, it, it, it is so amazing how quick, the closer we get to God, the worse sanctified people begin to come. They, they, they act like, I ain't soon to come. And that's just a deception. And he's trying to deceive you. And he's only going to deceive you if you let him. I remember the time when Pastor Walker used to say, to, uh, uh, talk about the end time and how people are going to be a great falling away. Yeah, it's in the Bible about a great falling away, but that don't have to be me. That don't have to be you either. Amen. You need to be saying to yourself, when you hear about this great falling, somebody going to fall away. And somebody has fallen away. And you know somebody that's falling away. They ain't no longer in the fellowship anymore. But look, that don't have to be you. You need to say to yourself, I, okay, y'all make, it make, somebody make jump ship. I ain't going nowhere. Amen. I didn't come this way. To go to hell. Amen. I didn't stop going to the club. Stop getting high. Stop chasing women. Stop doing all these things that I used to love to do. To go to hell. I came this way. That I can go to heaven. And and, and you got to love what you do. You got to love the Lord. See if you don't love. See it's all about. If, if I love my wife, she's going to know it without me even saying it. Because I'm going to come home. I'm going to do things for her. I'm going to take care of her. I'm, now, now if, I, if I got to the point where I'm tired of her, my love don't wax cold, I'm going to treat her like that too. She, and I can say, honey, I love you all I want. But if I, I, I could, she can tell if I love her or not. Your love for God can wax cold, praise the Lord. And God can tell, praise the Lord, because you can see you don't have no mind of God. You don't want to pray no more. You don't believe prayer can be answered. You don't fast. All you do is walk around with doubt, disbelief, and, and yoke the gender ain't been answered. And look, you, you want your prayer answered, but you don't want God to sacrifice nothing to get God answered. 
Look, I got I can gain favor with people just by doing something that they like. Mm -hmm. We know that about the world, but we cannot implement that in, in pertaining unto God. Mm. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Chief. I'm pastor now. Bear with me. We need to get a closer walk with the Lord. We need to get a closer grip with the Lord that we don't fall by the wayside. Our current lock on God is not strong enough. I can see the devil pulling somebody away. He don't mind pulling you away one at a time, but his aim is to pull you away. Praise the Lord. You got to, I saw more dedication before COVID. Did after COVID. I saw, I see more dedication to the Lord and the things about God more than I do now. And it was like the closer we get to the Lord, the less dedication to the Lord. That ain't the plan of God. That's the plan of the devil. Yes. He's trying to sift you, make you wax cold. Don't fall for it. Praise the Lord. You want those that want a script. Okay. Your heart. You need to examine your heart. Your heart is not right. If you don't have a heart to love the things of God, you're going to wax cold. You have to teach yourself what to love and what not to love. Praise the Lord. Uh, Luke 12 and 34 said, Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And our treasure should not mean our money. Because if your money, if all you treasure is money, that's where your heart gonna be. That's what you're gonna give all your attention to. You're gonna make sacrifices only when it pertains to gaining more money. Then when your help take a dive, you're gonna lose salvation. Because you put your heart in a treasure box or in a bank account or in the dollar bill sign. Mm -hmm. Let your loins be good about with. And your lights burning. Praise the Lord. You need to have a light burning in your life for the Lord. Amen. Some of us, the candle, the wax coal, the light, don't the devil done blowed it out. And we can't see what the devil doing. That's the thing. The Bible said we're not ignorant to Satan's devices. And I know you see it. I know I see it. I know everybody see it. But because out of adequate, we just don't say nothing. But you need to watch yourself. Praise the Lord. Let your loins be great about with and your life burning. And yourself like unto men, men and women that ain't that, that wait for the Lord. Are you still waiting for the Lord? Or you you in that I don't care mode now? Wait for the Lord. When he will return for the wedding, that when he cometh and not, they will open unto him immediately. I don't know about you, but I'm waiting for the Lord to come back. Lord, get me out of here immediately. I, I can't wait. Mm -hmm. So when he come, I'm like, I've been waiting for you. It took too long, Lord, but I'm ready. Are you ready or are you just whatever, whatever, whatever. Whatever ain't going to get ready. Whatever thinks they got a lot of time and they don't. Look, I'm clearing my heart. I'm going to let you know you ain't got much, a lot of time as you think. Praise the Lord. You ain't got a lot of time. And, and, and some of us are just waiting for something drastic to happen. Then we, okay, Lord, I'm ready. 
What are you doing? Why do you wait? Why? It's not about waiting till something drastic happen. Get it now. Get it now. Yeah. And yourself like to a man that waited for the Lord when he will return for the wedding and that when he come and knock, you will open unto him immediately. Blessed are these servants when the Lord, when he come, so find watching. Are you watching, waiting for the Lord, or are you just, I don't care more? If God didn't answer your prayer, that ain't, it's, it's something with you. When I pray and God don't answer my prayer, the first thing I do is examine myself. Make sure I'm in the faith. Make sure I'm doing what the Lord said. But some of y'all work so much, you, you need to be rich. You're going to see yourself my age one day. Realize that all that extra work and all that work ain't got me rich. It's just got me living from paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. I, I, I don't been there, done that. I'm telling you, giving you a little secret. The Bible tells you what to do. Pay your tithes and offering. Watch, it, watch what the Lord do. And you got people out there saying, you ain't got to do this, you ain't got to do this. Okay, you don't. Don't expect to be blessed. Always. Everybody I know that's paying time, they, you know, they ain't having that much money trouble. And I don't understand it either. I, I, I wish I did. I wish I could explain it to you. I just can't. It just, God just makes a way for you to get money. He makes a way. That's my testimony. All right. Now, uh, third chapter verse says, Blessed are they serving when the Lord, when he come, shall find you watching. Verily I say unto you, that he that shall, that he shall grind himself, grind himself, and make them to sit down to meet and will come forth and serve them. And if he shall come at the second watch, or come in the third watch, and find them so, blessed are these servants. And this know that if the good man of the house knew the hour that the thief would come, he would have watched and not suffered his house to be broken. Be ye therefore ready also for the Son of Man coming in an hour when you think not. And look, the, the reality of the point is, we think he ain't coming now. So he can come at any time. Are we going to be ready? Jesus. We were talking about this in Sunday school. Your life is not to pour gasoline on something that they keep the fire burning. Your life is to pour water to cool the fire. Praise the Lord. Everybody you come across, when they throw out the wrong thing, your job is to say something that encourage them to get saved. If out your mouth ain't coming something to help someone to get saved, you're doing, you doing the work of the devil. You are to be an encouragement for someone to say, I got to get my life right with the Lord. It don't matter what they did in the past. Forgive them. Yes. People coming in here, we're talking about, and we're talking about the, the lady at the well. Jesus knew she was married about eight times or five times or how many times. It don't matter the number. He knew she wasn't with the current husband, but Jesus knew that he need, she needed to be saved. Amen. What, I, what you need, you need this living water. You need something that's going to help you 
that and then once I give you this, you're going to have what you need to have eternal life. Amen. The natural water, you're going to keep me. The natural food, you're going to keep me. But the spiritual food that you need to live uh, uh, according to the plan of God, Jesus will trying to let her know, I am what you need. Amen. Jesus is what you need. We ought to be encouraging everybody. Praise the Lord. So the fact that she probably hated my gut, but she showed food me into thinking that she loved me. The way I treated her. Thank you, honey. Thank you for your prayers. A lot of times people ain't gonna do that until they get to God get their attention and take that, take the devil out of them and put the Holy Ghost in them and they begin to walk in the new life. They begin to say, Oh, I thank God my wife didn't throw her hands up and give up on me. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Somebody else is waiting for that same opportunity. Somebody is trying to win this one and that one. At least you would be trying to win this one and that one. Not discourage them and throw them to the side, but encourage them that they get, God still loves you. That's the plan of God. If you're throwing out anything except God loves you and let me help you get saved, then you, 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 you're doing the work of the devil. And God ain't pleased when you do the work of the devil. Remember, the devil have a workshop. The Bible tells us in the New Testament, all the works of the devil. He just tells it over and over in the book, and all through, through, the, through the scripture. He tells us the works of the devil. And we don't have to lean to that. We don't have to accept that. Mm -mm. But we can run in the plan of God and do what the Lord wants. Amen. That we can help somebody get saved. Amen. She is, I, I like to think she, she, she handled it like a pro. Ain't had no instructions. Ain't had nobody to encourage her. Because see, when somebody... Is one, 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 one person in the house is saving another one ain't. They need somebody to, I need your help. What, what, what should I do? What should I do? But she handled it like a pro. God made her a living example of what you need to do. Now, if you ain't doing it, that's your problem. Mm -hmm. Why you ain't getting the desired results? Praise the Lord. But God has a plan. You can't implement your, you can, you can do whatever you want now if you want to just do whatever you want. God gave us free will. You got the will to either do it your way or do it God's way. There's always that choice in every decision. I'm going to do it my way or I'm going to do it the Lord's way. Well, the people of God, they seek out the ways of God. What does God's word say about this? What does God's word say about that? I need to do that. Like, like, like when my wife was pregnant and I wanted to have a little relationship with her and she wasn't able to. And I said, well, what the Bible tell me to do? The Bible say, it have to be consented. I have to talk to her and we have to come into agreement. And I have to fast and pray. Yeah, yeah. That's what the Bible said. Mm -hmm. you, you actually think I believe that worked? <laughs> but it was a time I had to put that to a test. I said, well, let me go put this to a test. Do you not know that that worked like a charm? I remember getting off the fast saying, man, I can't believe this actually worked. <laughs> I had no desire. <laughs> you tell me God can't take those desires away from you? God can do all this. Amen. Therefore, be ready. And then Peter said to them, Lord, I'm under the, uh, uh, mm -hmm. I'm at Luke 12 and uh, uh, 41. Then Peter said unto him, Lord, speaketh thou this parable unto us. 
even to all, meaning tell us what this particular parable means. All of us, don't just tell me, tell us all. That's the problem, not everybody wants their own the, uh, interpretation of the scripture and they're getting it. What they thinking is, is right, ain't right. Then they're going to tell somebody else who ain't in the church or, or don't come in the church what this means and they ain't got it right themselves. Do you not know you messed them up? You, you already messed up. Now you're telling them stuff that's messed up? You're taking stuff out of context. All we got to do is call them. I need to talk to you. Praise the Lord. And if it's counseling, I need to talk to both of you at the same time. I don't want to talk to one and not the other. I need both of you. I demand both of you. Because one going to come, ah, he said this, he said that, he did, she said he, oh, no, no, I want you both there. Praise the Lord. And I'm willing to do that, to help you stay saved. Praise the Lord. And, said, and Peter said to him, Lord, he said, speak to us. Tell us plainly what, what, what you're saying. And the Lord said, who then is a faithful and wise steward? Whom the Lord shall make ruler over his household. I give them their portion of meat in due season. Blessed is the servant whom his Lord, when he comes so fine, so doing. What are you doing to, for, to gain heaven? What are you doing to gain eternal life? God said it, it, when it's time for him, what, you need to be doing something that when he comes, he finds you so doing. Making preparation to live saved requires an effort. It ain't going to just automatically fall in your lap. I can't lay home with a remote in my hand and expect salvation to just keep me up and have me praising the Lord and doing what the Lord says. I need to put forth an effort. The same effort I put in when I want to go to work and make some money. The same effort I put in when I want to make some side money. I need to put forth an effort. The same thing required here. You got to put forth an effort. You getting what you putting in. In other words, you reap what you sow. Why do I feel like I'm coming to church and I'm getting nothing from God? Because you're giving nothing to God. You ain't giving them no time. Mm -hmm. The most important part about people when they first get saved is they need to learn that I got to give God my time. Man. So I ain't going to get perfected doing my own thing, doing what I want. Man. I need to be perfected. My heart got to be fixed. I can't come just to give the Lord this, give the Lord this. And my heart is, oh, I can't wait to church. Oh, oh yeah, I'm good. I want to go to the internet. Oh, I want to show. Oh, I wonder what they said about me on, on, on Twitter and all this other. Give the Lord your heart. Jesus. Not to come and not. Oh, oh, that's, see, once, you, once you, your heart get right, you'll get right. But if your heart ain't in it, you're going to hold back. Yeah. And God's looking. He said, this is what God said. You're fooling all of them. But I'm looking right at your heart. Your heart ain't in this. Your heart ain't in this. That's why every little test come. See, if your heart ain't in when the test come, you're going to come to church. Because you're going to realize that's your encouragement. The, the, the joy of the Lord is my strength. My inheritance is among those who are sanctified. There ain't no inheritance in being alone. Walling in your self-pity, hurt, shame, or whatever it is you got. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no salvation, ain't no encouragement in that. Your inheritance is among those who are sanctified. Your help is among those who are sanctified. God didn't tell you to be out there on the island all by yourself. 
Praise the Lord. Some, sooner or later, God going to let you know you need somebody sanctified to help you. Yeah, I got an old worldly friend out there. But that only going to last for a season. So, so what you're going to need is going to be somebody that's safe. I remember I had a little problem. I talked to somebody and said, man, I would leave if I was you. What? I should have known that's what I was going to get. Because they ain't saved. I said, let me, let me talk to somebody. So I talked to somebody and said, Brother Felton, you need to pray. In fact, we'll pray with you on it. We'll fast and we'll pray with you. God will give you some understanding. as a direction on what to do. Now see, that sounds like somebody saved. Everybody ain't saved want to throw in the towel. Mm. Now you got you got people that saved want to throw in the towel. What? It's too late. It's too late. You throw in the towel, you're gonna your, your, your conscience gonna be grieving you crazy. You better get right with the Lord. Praise the Lord that God can use you to gain others. Praise the Lord. Everybody that's saved, praise the Lord. They got the Holy Ghost. God got you as a, as a light in your family. You may be the only one that's, got, that, that's holding up the light. And is your light going dim, how are they going to get saved? Mm. The, we see the flame going out. And we don't think to ourselves, I need to go get me some more oil put in there. Mm. But the flame is going out. And we know it's going out. And we just let it ignore it. Oh, well. I tell you, you do that to your gas tank when you ride down the street. <laughs> You see it on E. And you say, man, thing on reserve. The reserve like, come on. Oh, let's just put a little tape over it. Let's ignore it. You be standing on the side of the road. Praise the Lord. If we don't want to see, I don't want to see you shipwrecked. I don't want to see you out there like that. Look, blessed is that servant when the Lord, when he comes, so find him so doing. That means there's certain things you need to be doing. If you know you. Everybody ain't working on Wednesday night for one hour at one hour and a half at the most. Oh, they they have church church so late. One hour, one and a half hour. God look at you and say, "They at home, relaxing. They at home doing what they want because you don't value you don't value the things of God. You value your own self, what you feel like as self will." That's how the world is. Self-will. They go on what they feel. I, I, I will that I do this. And they do this. I will that I do that. You better will that you do something of the Lord. I want to find favor in God. Look, we want, we, we don't want to, we don't want to work around the clock. We want God to bless our finance. Yeah. Well, we sure ain't gaining no brownie points doing what we want. Ignoring God. God saved you to sanctify you that you're giving the praise, honor, glory, show forth the worship, testimony, testify, sing song, and, and witness to other people. Let them know, not just by mouth, but by action. Your mouth ain't saying nothing about God anymore, and your action is just saying, I do what I want. And I don't care what anybody thinks. This is the soul God can't bless you like that. You're going against what He said. I'm, I'm saying this to say, I'm trying to get you in the blessed state so that God can bless you. Praise the Lord. We all come in here with damaged stuff. We all have problems that we want fixed. And don't think God is so 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 far away and don't care about it that he can't fix it. God can fix it, but he's trying to fix you first. 
If he can fix you, then God said, watch everything line up. But I need you on the same page as the rest of the righteous people. Praying, fast, believing God, not doubt, lifting up holy hands, giving God the praise. You can't pray for him in a strange land. When you come in a strange land, let us say you go to work, praise the Lord now. You're surrounded by sin. I dare you sit up there and say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He's going to embarrass me. Praise the Lord. Look, get your life right with the Lord while you still have time. God is still want to, want to favor you. It ain't just a men's salvation. It's a men and a woman's salvation. It ain't just a black people's salvation. It's an all people's salvation. All lives matter. Praise the Lord. When it pertains to the plan of God. I looked a little bit deeper than just the black lives matter. Yes, in that aspect, I would say that because of the killing. But in God's aspect, all lives matter. Your life matter. That person that you don't think is not treated you any good, that person that you don't like, that person that on your job, that person that's in your household or whatever, God, all lives matter. What you ought to be doing is praying for that person. What you ought to be doing is fasting for that person. What you ought to be doing is telling the Lord, Lord Jesus, I know you're there and you hear my prayer. And you can answer my prayer today, oh God. Lord God, hear me praying. I'm praying and asking that you, Lord, hear me. I know I may not be as good as I needed to be, but I'm going to be what you want me to be, Lord. But I need your help, Jesus. You can still make and mold a soul that I'm praying for. Oh God, when my heart ain't right, if I'm thinking anything that's discouraging to them and to my own self, praise the Lord, I'm still messing up, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. See, that's the humility that needs to be in your life. Lord God, I may have made some mistakes, Lord, but I'm still able to come to you and fall down and bend the knee, shed tears, and not just tears uh, 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 for convenience sake, but tears from the heart's sake. And say, Lord, fix my problem. I'm still in trouble, Lord God. I'm thinking wrong. I'm doing wrong. I'm behaving wrong, Lord. And I need to be behaving like a righteous soul that's concerned about people getting saved. Whether I believe them to be sincere or not, my mind needs to be made up to help someone get the Holy Ghost. Help someone come to the plan of God. Help someone stay in worship and in harmony with God. Of a truth I say unto you, that he will make him ruler over all he has. But, and if that servant say in his heart, the Lord delay his coming. And shall begin to beat his manservant and mate, and to eat and drink, and to be drunken. The Lord of that servant, look, he didn't say the Lord. See, once you begin to do what the devil say, this scripture is telling you, you know, the Lord of that servant. You are a servant of who you yield your members to. If you're doing what the devil say, you belong to the devil. Now the Lord going to say the Lord of that servant. Meaning, who you following, who you serving, the devil is your, your master. And when you come to the Lord, the Lord is your master. But the Lord said, but if the Lord of that servant will come in a day when you look as not for him. Meaning God going to let the devil have you at a time when you look, don't expect him to come at you. And in an hour when you are not aware, it will cut him 
asunder and would appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. You don't want to be labeled with the unbelievers. Why get so close to the finish line and just... I give up. So close to the finish line. You don't went and put 40 hours at work. Maybe overtime at work. It's time for them to print up the check and give it to you. And you quit. Right before the paycheck check is in. The Lord of that servant will come in the day. Praise Lord. 47. And that servant, which knew the Lord, will and prepare not himself. See, what it's saying is saying, those people that know the Lord and did, did knew and prepared not, meaning they didn't prepare themselves for not for himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew, but he that knew not and did commit things worthy of strife shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall much be required. And to whom man have committed much, of uh, him they will ask the more. I am sent a fire on the earth, and what will I if it be already kindled? But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how am I straightened till it come accomplished? I want you to know that you must remain faithful to the Lord. Without question. Sometimes the boss tells you to do something. And we say, why in the world did you, why, why he want us to do this? This is the stupidest thing I've ever But he's the boss. You're not the boss. Now, when he tell you to do something, what's your option? To do what he say or quit? Mm -hmm. Because refusal means he, I can terminate you. The boss is the Lord. He tell you what to do to get the desired results. We're trying to get something from God without putting in the right ingredients. We must put the right ingredients to get what we need from the Lord. I know I'm going contrary to what you said, Sister Felton, but I need to say this. I need to get this out. We need to be trying to get people saved. I was talking in Sunday school. I said, your actions is either pouring flame on the throne, gasoline on the fire and making things worse, or you pouring water on the fire to calm it down. You should be calming stuff down. When people come around you, they should be like, oh, thank God for you. Now, oh, God, here you come again. If this is the case, you're coming with the wrong stuff when you coming to add to the fire instead of put the fire out. We have that ability to pick up the cross and lay it down. I encourage you to keep the cross with you. We ain't crossed the finish line yet. You're going to lay the cross down one day, but until you cross that finish line, you need to keep that cross on your shoulders. Praise the Lord. Whether you man or woman, you need to keep the cross on your shoulders. Don't do something that's going to make God angry. Don't do something that's going to grieve God. When you go against God, you grieve Him. 
He don't want you to go against him. Please, I beg you, don't do stuff that grieves God. We won't get the desired results that we want. I hope I said something that may encourage you.